Hi, my name is Adedeja Adeomi. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, thank you for joining us on Godly Council. Godly Council is a place where we preach and teach the undiluted word of God and then where we actually help you to understand every questions that you are having in your heart. So um, if, if you're joining us for the first time, um, I want to welcome you and then I want you to continue to follow us in the series of different um, online events that is going to be coming up in 2023 so like i said in the last um, teaching um and thank you for joining us happy new year this is our first teaching for the year <laughs> this is our first teaching for the year so like i said this year we're going to be doing what the purpose of godly counsel is meant for it's going to be a life conversation a life counsel that you're going to be bringing your questions, your worry, your anxiety via email, via text message, via WhatsApp message as the program is going on, um, we'll project it and then we'll be talking about it together with you. So we're going to be communicating different channels, we're going to be using So we're kicking off in February. The February, we're kicking off the live Godly Council every week where we can actually talk about God and this world. And of course, our podcast will still be going on with different teachings, with different admonition, with different um, preaching, with different um, references into the Word of God and Bible study. So that will still be going on on another side where we also kick into what God wants to do through us and how He wants to work with us. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us through this year. And then very soon we're going to be reaching out to different people uh, that want to actually be part of godly counsel um, and with what they will be doing with us and then how uh, we can actually grow together thank you very much so before we go ahead let's say a word of prayer heavenly father we thank you we give you praise and bless you all day. thank you for your word today thank you for the manifestation that of your power that will happen today lord as the year i hear the word don't let them hear the digital miss well, but let them hear you and also let them receive power through the teaching of your word in the mighty name of jesus let them begin to renew their mind and change the bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god as they hear the word of god let their faith in jesus begin to increase in the mighty name of jesus Thank you, Heavenly Father. Father, this, the preacher is a sinner and the listener is also a sinner. Lord, have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So thank you very much for um, joining us today in the Godly Council. Uh, we're starting the year with um, instruction word, which is um, many are called, few are chosen. And I, I I really need to go into this teaching and then I want to make it a one-part series because we have the other teachings that we are going to be looking into the this year. We need to understand building up our altar. We need to understand um, cutting the spirit. We need to understand the environment, the serpents, most of us. So that we have more and more teaching we're bringing now. We have more and more series that we want to, to discuss. And... Um, our world right now is going into a whole lot of things. Um, what I'm saying in essence is um, there are so many things that is happening around us now. And it's not that uh, it's coincidental. It is projected by the word of God. 
it is ambition before the start so when is ambition there are kind of messages that should come out so that's one of the reasons why i don't know if you're a teacher of the gospel the preacher or wherever you may be working on the ministry the message of end time is different every message comes seasonal every message of god comes seasonal there's a season for everything when joseph had a dream he said there's gonna be seven years of plenty there's going to be seven years of famine. So what you do during seven years of plenty is going to be different what we are going to do in the seven years of famine. Because the seven years of plenty means that you need to store. The seven years of famine means you need to manage. So there's different between storage and manage. You cannot be managing during your what? During the seven years of plenty because at that time you are gathering and keeping in different places. You are investing. Whatever comes into hand that time is an opportunity to invest. It's not just to manage what you have. It, it means that you even need to go out, to go a step further, to go into the whole world and gather and ensure you keep taking advantage because when the famine come there's no matter where you go you won't see so it means that you need to relax and manage what you have so that is how the message of the gospel happens also so the time of abraham the time of isaac the time of joseph one of the, another example that i am because i understand i'm already eating into the time of the teaching but i needed to say this is very very important so when i remember um when joe abraham when was asking god about when god was telling him he's going to give him uh, everything he's going to bless him give him land give him possession give him uh, a lot of uh, material physical blessing and of course spiritual blessing but abraham said who is going to inherit all this that you are giving to me because i don't have a seed i don't have a son i don't have a daughter so abraham that was abraham questions but when god was going to answer god had to take abraham through some process by even one of it is telling abraham to bring in pigeon bring in different animal put them into half and put them in the pot uh, so in a plate and put them outside that vulture was trying to descend so what am i trying to say is that that if you are going to practice that same process now and teach around that side that same message for example it means that you are actually into the land of the babalawos yellows babalawos in case you are not Nigerian. i don't understand but i'm talking of the traditional abalists the people that conjure the occultic the process that they put they go through to put these things into play is what so if we if you now decide to teach from that angle you are going to be mis misleading a lot of people they will think they're still in that time but don't forget that when it was going to deal with isaac there was no conjuring there was no cutting into her for me i think god even had to trust try to learn from every human and every point of at every stage there was none when it came to joseph joseph was even a land gomai to the tribe that god did not actually give the order for them to go ahead and marry from but that was joseph in there with all the righteousness with all the holiness he ended up marrying pharaoh's daughter sorry potiphar's daughter and 
after he got married, gave birth to children. There. So, the same camp that Abraham went to and God caused it. Isaac was told when they were little, God told him not to go anywhere to stay in that land. Then Jacob couldn't even run there. So, and Abraham even said the servant to swore not to marry from there. That's where the Holy of Holies, Joseph, got married into. So, if you're going to walk, that's why God is not a man that can be trapped in a process or in a pattern. He, he changes the pattern, he originates the pattern, he closes it, he brings another one. That, that's one of the reasons why Jesus said, for us to actually succeed in this time, we need the Holy Ghost. If this is all I'm going to teach today, I will. But I will do this message and I think I'm going to do another part. But I just need to say this. Because many of us are coming with the messages of season that has passed past past and many of us that's what we're taking in the end time messages needed to prepare people and help many to come into Christ above all else because the enemy too as a strategy for end time, meaning that is we keep doing everything to ensure we gather enough to go with him because he has already been judged. And I'm guilty of this also. But I'm praying, asking God for mercy and repenting daily from this, not to come to the point that the only messages that I come to admonish, teach, preach. Is on the messages that are not of the season. So there is a prophecy that the love of many will was cold. Then what do we need to preach? When it is waxing cold, is to preach for love, love, unity, peace. When you started seeing this sign, that's when Jesus said, Know that the time is near. Then there is a message for that time. There are many that's going to lose their way. Because Jesus said, If God doesn't cut short the time, He said, No flesh, no flesh will be saved. None, including this guy that's talking to you. So please. For everyone listening to this, there is a role in the kingdom, and we need to understand that the messages we are going to put out there, the voices that people will listen to, but yet a lot of people will not listen. And, and, and of course, I don't want to say this. I, I wish I, I wish I can come into um, there's something I want to say, but I'm not going to talk about it. But I'm going to talk about it very, very soon, very, very soon. Maybe six months or one year, I'm going to mention it because if you say now, it's going to look like, or maybe you're attacking, but very, very soon. So, Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise, Lord. Have mercy on us. Your mercy is what we cry for today. Every wrong 
teaching doctrine that were passed. Father, Lord, have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So today we're going to be talking and then um, my time is fast spent. I just have about 12-15 minutes more. So I'll just quickly take like introductory. Then next week we're going to come. So many are called, few are chosen. Matthew 22 verse 14, New Living Translation. For many are called, but few are chosen. Few are chosen. So one of the things that propelled me to ask this because um, during our time is, let me say like five years, six years ago, or let's say 10 years ago, 10 years ago, we had a lot of people that were called to do the work of God as an evangelist, as a teacher, as a pastor, as an apostle, um, as a reverend, as um, uh, uh, prophet, um, different areas that people are called. The assistant pastor to serve under the ministry. Um, that's why there's some people that are respects in this world that is taking to their position, not just trying to, uh, yeah, like, Father Lord, we thank you for Bishop Abioye. is one of the persons that I respect so much. So that's one of the things that I know that I meditated upon and I realized that I needed to do this and the Holy Spirit giving me the peace to go ahead to do it. So many at the 10 years ago had a lot of calls in their life. But today, the fulfillment of the true call, not the diabolical call, is few. And not just few, the, some of the people that were called have uncalled themselves, if there's any phrase like that. They've uncalled themselves, they've called themselves into something else. They've given up. Some fell off on the wayside. Some fell into iniquity of the flesh. Some fell into lust of gathering of possession and increasing in massive wealth. But they were called. There's no doubt. Some have tried to make, to fulfill the call in their own way. To force it out, to force it in a certain way. So, so that people can see that they've got their called. And it is only creating a whole lot of mess in the world today. Kingdom. It's creating a whole lot of mess in engaging in strengthening the angel of darkness that presented himself as angel of light. Praise God. So one of the things that has happened to us is that when many were called, the few were chosen, not even now that many are being called, but they don't want to hear the call. We're having a decline and people want to rise into the position, especially in the countries like the um, United States, we have a lot of people that does not want to rise into the place of Abi called. The ministers are declining. And there, of course, there are forces that come to attack us. 
and then i think it's another opportunity i don't know um today i really really want to teach on this message but i think i need to pass message across to some certain um, group of people the other group i want to talk to are bloggers especially the people that start themselves as christian as born again bloggers that all we do is analyzing other preachers you are really really doing a bad job in the kingdom because it's not your job look read the scriptures they said First of all, remove the plaque in your eyes before you remove the speckle in your brother's eyes. So it is not your job to judge. It, your job is to preach, to teach the gospel. And if you are not equipped for that, then do focus on the area you are equipped for. And of course, many of us do this because we will get a lot of views, likes, a lot of comments on it, which will help our traffic, which will help a lot and of course at the end of the bring more money into our pocket why some of us we are not even close to we are not the believer on jesus christ we just saw an opportunity that we want to take to be tackling people and bringing them down but are there no false prophet they are no dispute about that they are false prophets but our job is not to be looking for false prophets our job is to showcase jesus if you truly serve Jesus, if you truly serve the purpose of the kingdom, then your job is to showcase Christ. Your job is not to find the one wisdom. If you want to find, you're going to waste your time. Because he said, I send you as a sheep among wolves. So if God is sending one sheep among how many wolves, how many wolves do you want to catch? They say they deceive them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, that is not what we're called to do. So now the many are not many. That's one of the reasons why you see that number of reduction of people even want to come into the call because of the way we have make mockery of the people that even rise to meet up this call. I wish I can tell you what this call entails. It entails a lot, and it is not a child's play. It is not. It entails a lot and it is not the child's play. So, what well, is more for the wise? So, yes, like we're saying, that many are called and many preachers made about 10 years ago. Now, is most of the calls are reduced to few because of some certain criteria I will quickly mention. Um, many are called and some people did not come into the fulfillment of the call because we there are some certain parameters we've set to tell us that if I'm truly called, then this is what I should be seeing by now. Number one is numbers. Numbers. See, I I, I think I, I will spend my time on numbers and I will continue the remaining the next time. Number one is numbers. A lot of people have actually come into the content to say um, we're increasing the numbers. We are increasing the number. We now have 12,000. So if I'm called, I should have I should have about 10,000 congregation. I should have about 100,000 at my age. At the time I've gone into the ministry, I should be having about 20,000. I should be having about 30,000. I should be 
controlling of the social media followers should be this the people watching me should be this the people seeing what i'm doing should be this all the resources i should be having should have amounted to this social number numbers has made some people to call themselves numbers has reduced the effort and i'm not telling you from somebody else i'm telling you from myself also i came in when i was coming to the ministry my perception was like by the time i hit age 30 i should be performing miracles like jesus but i'm yet to do so i went to start reading about the preachers and prophets that are ahead of me i will begin to read about their lifestyle about the age they come into the space at the age of 28 this person started ministry by 30 something so i begin to follow the trend of the age i begin to follow numbers but at the end of the day i missed it a lot of times because within those numbers there are things that i need to deal with i with or or did i did i refuse i i actually focus on dealing with it but i was just more on the numbers instead of more of taking care of the steps and allow the numbers to be so we cannot put number on god if god has used number in this world is going to give us a picture of what it's like. And it wasn't written that Paul's ministry was successful because he had about 10,000 people listening to him. I didn't see that. Even the success of Paul's ministry was for him to be able to endure tribulations. That was a success. He was able to endure tribulations. That was thrown at him a couple of times. He wrote all the, the things we were reading. He wrote it from the prison, not while he was going around teaching. He couldn't even have the time to write it. He was able to write it when he was in the prison. And it became the total of the words of the New Testament that we're reading today. And we're all working at them. God had to create a prison yard for him. That he is not teaching people, he's not admonishing people, he's there busy writing letters, he's there busy writing about and stories, he's there writing to different churches, teaching them from the prison. And then not there was no time to start calculating that in Colossians we have about ten thousand people that attended this Sunday service, and next Sunday it was hundred thousand. It was numbers are great and for human beings to make us see the signs that we we are growing not what we are doing is right or wrong hear me again numbers are great for us to be able to measure our efforts that we are growing but not to be able to determine whether what we are doing is right or wrong numbers should not be it i have one million followers doesn't mean i'm doing the right thing does not mean i'm doing the right thing can I give you an example of what it means with one million followers? You're doing the wrong thing. Moses, the first time Moses, God told Moses to strike the rock and the water will come. But the second time, it did not tell him to strike. It told him to speak. And he did that. 
water did not come he did that again it didn't come then my guy got vexed and hit the rock the right thing for him then water came out the israelites were happy everybody was praising him Nobody complained that Moses, you did the wrong thing. I understand before that, and people were lamenting, complaining. We need water. Why did you bring us here? And he was busy speaking. He said, We are still lamenting. That means there was no follower. Nobody was ready to accept what he's doing. Everybody was backing out. But then Moses was still speaking because to God, that is the right thing. To the people, that is to the to whom. And the people around him, the number reducing, it's a wrong thing. But that's why we can't judge numbers based on wrong or right. We judge numbers based on we are growing or we are increasing. And when there was nobody, God told him that, well done. I told you to speak. You decide to strike because water wasn't coming out. No problem. You will see the land of Flowing with milk and oil, but you won't enter it. You will not enter the land. You will die on the rock, on the, on the mountain. And Moses didn't enter. He, he might, as he died, did you hear that the children of Israelites were saying, Oh, it's because he disobeyed, because he was doing the work. They might even celebrate him. According to our time, they will celebrate that Moses is the great man. Let me close with this sample again about Moses. Because there is a lot of mystery around Moses that we need to understand for us to get some perception right. Moses and Aaron coming to Egypt to bring forth the different disasters so that God can prove his almightiness to Egypt and many other nations can come to fear God about because the fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. So if anybody hears those miracles and if they still did not fear, they still did not give in to God or try to understand his wisdom, that means they didn't fear him. Praise God. So to everybody, it was supposed to be Moses and Aaron. But when you read the story before that time, God never wanted to send Aaron. He was only interested in Moses. Moses was the one that told God he's a stammerer. God told him the first time, he said, even though you're a stammerer, am I not the one that showed the miracle that you put digger in your pocket, you remove it, it was leprous, you dig it back, and it becomes normal. The same rod that you drop now becoming a snake. I'm the one that is so, how much more is the voice? Moses still said no. So when we judge by numbers, it is not about the right or wrong. It can be about the increase and growth. But in the right or wrong, please don't let us do it. Because for Moses, coming into Egypt with Herod was wrong. But yet the people, the miracles, the, the favor they found with Egyptians, the things they collected is wrong. Is increased, yes, but it is not the right thing. Because Moses was the person that finally led them or accepted them to be able to. Because when they said 
to show us the gun and it was mostly that it was sorry it was error that suggested there is a ring that they should melt it together and form it was error no may the lord bless the reading of his word and the teaching today i don't know what i'm talking to that you might have tried to increase numbers in your call of for god in your call of god for your life but instead of focusing on the numbers begin to focus on god himself so that he can direct you in the right path because the numbers will not determine whether you're wrong or right it only shows increase and growth so can you pray this prayer after me it's a prayer of consecration is a prayer of submitting ourselves to jesus christ it's just a simple prayer say after me say jesus christ i believe in my heart and i confess with my mouth that you are my savior and king come into my life today be my lord and savior in jesus name i pray Amen. I pray the whole of sin is broken over your life in Jesus' name. Every agenda of the enemy shall not prevail. And I pray right now that whatever it is, you lay your hands upon will prosper. And I'm speaking to someone that is asking questions, God, when? God, when will my time come? And the Holy Spirit said, I should tell you that time is now. But the time that is now, it should glorify God. It should glorify Jesus and glorify the Holy Spirit. And in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Thank you very much for listening to us. Till we come your way another day. Have a lovely day.